Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. This is our last episode of 2022, and we're in a bit of a weird uh, timing spot. I think normally we would be doing our season preview for next time, next uh, next season. But uh, seeing as this is our last opportunity to talk about the current season for the well, ever, because since we're going to have holidays and then we're going to have our our top 10 anime episode and all those good things. That's right, folks. After today, you'll never be able to talk about this the, this anime yes. ever again. Mm-hmm. Yes, limited time only. This is your last chance to talk about any of the shows on our list today. Speak now or for hold your peace. Yeah. So I figured, you know, I'd rather talk about these shows one more time than... Uh, <laughs> some of the shows next season because honestly next season's looking a little rough but uh we'll get we'll get into that later um but yeah to introduce everybody on the episode today i'm gel joined by iro i'm still here i'm not dead yet still with us uh we're joined by g uh, you can find all of my links mm-hmm. at linktree slash g underscore man. Uh, <laughs> that's that's where you'll find me, a digital nomad in the digital wastes going forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, yeah, am I going to have to start plugging uh, everybody's social media at the end of oh, <laughs> our podcast? <laughs> We're become one of those podcasts? Yeah. It's going to be the when only way you're going to be you? able to. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yes, rele- very relevant Twitter jokes uh, here on uh, December 17th, 2022, or 18th, I'm sorry, 18th, time's flying by, but uh, <laughs> anyway, and, and we're also joined by Artemis for this episode. Good, good to be here. If you want to find me, good luck. I have no social media. You better know my email address. You're better, you're better off. Yes. Damn, she, she, no, you, you, I yeah. can't believe it. She she beat the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have done it. Ascended to another realm. I have, I have, I have transcended. Yes, that's a very wise move, um, given the current state of things. Anyway, um, let's talk mm-hmm. about some anime. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of that stuff. You know, Artemis, we haven't had you on for a while, so it, as has become our custom, wh- whoever mm-hmm. our uh, <laughs> rotating seat, uh, wh- whoever's coming in, uh, talks about things that they've been watching here. So, or I guess in this case, not watching, because uh, yeah. we were just discussing. You've uh, hard dropped uh, to your eternity. Finally, I think the word I used was hate dropped. Hate dropped. Um. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, that's that's, um, a, that's a, a higher yeah. level of dropping. So, I, so no one else, like everyone, quit watching, right? I'm the only one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So though, I have read the manga. G, I believe you've read the manga as well. So once once you begin speaking on to eternity, I, th- I think we should be able to go. Oh yes, that part. Okay. Well, all right. Let me preface everything I'm about to say with. Remember like a month or maybe two months ago, I was like, yeah, 
two-year eternity, like some anime have problems with the with the actual content and some with the execution. And I was like, uh-huh. it's it's mostly the execution. I take it back. Mm. It's the content. <laughs> <laughs> it's the content. The execution could not have saved it. Um, I got to know, Artemis, yeah. what was the breaking point? <laughs> yes. Like which character Must or know. which moment did it? Oh, well, I mean, I hated the new character the prince like i absolutely wanted to throttle him from the second (laughs) i saw him and not not because not because he himself was an inherently annoying character which he is but because he just doesn't belong in this series i'm like watching or i am intending to watch like a highly emotive introspective Mm -hmm. reflective series and then they drop in like a c-list jojo's character He's very incongruous with like what you know of right. Trinity at yeah. that point, right? I, 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 having not watched anything of season two, I saw the art for who I think this character is. Yeah, the like, purple oh, hair, pompadour. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that doesn't look like that show, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then okay, and then they built up this whole kind of character development arc for him, where he realizes the the selfishness and self-centeredness of his ways mm-hmm. and he makes the ultimate sacrifice and decides to give up his life <clears throat> and obviously they don't go through with it so any kind of like redemption arc is kind of just thrown away and then stuff happens with like a crush that he had like uh, some crush that a girl mm-hmm, had on mm-hmm, him and, uh, mm-hmm. but then she gets skinny what what, what? like right yep uh-huh. uh, i do recall this yeah this is some of this is coming back like i don't want to i don't want to give like a blow by blow account no it's fine that would be it's, boring it's, it's... but you guys know what i'm talking about right and, and it was just so yeah, I... irritating like i just wanted to <laughs> kill everyone <laughs> That's <laughs> not what we signed up for, right? This is all of you get of, out of here. Yeah. This is kind of around the part mm-hmm. of two year eternity that I think um I think I think you know, I I don't think it's that this is a necessarily unique take. I think a lot of people sort of begin to fall out of love with two year eternity at this point in the story because yeah. unfortunately it kind of becomes apparent around here that the author has very good ideas and often knows how to like make them feel very emotionally fulfilling but they don't necessarily have the experience or the chops for like the type of long form serial narrative that to your eternity evolves into at this point right Mm -hmm. like i think everything up till now was like fair relatively shorter arcs right right? they're shorter arcs right Like, like you know as much as we complain about like you know crime island or you know even like how long gugu's arc takes it's like they're all fairly self-contained like individualized mm-hmm. stories it almost feels um like an anthology right like it's it's all about fushi's like journey meeting these people and it's around the introduction of prince bond and the kingdoms that like it's it's suddenly like oh no this is starting to feel uncomfortably too much like i don't know a battle shonen or something you know right. like a, pl- a plot <laughs> an ongoing plot has emerged and yeah. will be the story now and now, what if I told you that, um, okay, Artemis, what if I told you oh, that, uh, don't worry, I'm not spoiling anything. I, no, you I, I'm can. Not gonna... I don't, I'm not watching anymore. This is, all right. This is, that's, no, no, that's fine. Damn. It's fine. Right. I still, I'm, I'm still not going to say anything because I think it will be funnier to just leave 
Leave this in your imaginations. What if I told you in the aftermath of this arc, Bon... Bon acquires the fan nickname Based Bon. (laughs) What if Bon becomes the most likable character out of this arc? Yeah, somehow. What if you walk away from this arc and you go, actually... Bond probably was the best part of that story. Wait, is that because everyone else fails so hard or because he actually gets better in himself? Column A, column B. B. Okay. Uh, I I will say all of your your criticisms of of Bond are completely valid. I will say I think he gets some moments towards the end of that arc that really turned me around on him. But also it's because the rest of the narrative kind of crumbles under its own weight um, mm-hmm. yeah i mean even even in this arc there have been moments small moments to be sure but moments that yes. i that that kept pulling me back in which is why i kept watching on the off chance that i could have enough of those moments to make the series worth my time mm-hmm and then I, I gave up on the on the Oh believe me, let me be yeah. clear. I am not saying any of these things to like convince you to keep watching. Oh, no, we yeah, also dropped this not. anime. Uh, nothing it's, you it's... say could convince me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. It's more just an indictment of for better or worse kind of where kind of, yeah. Yes, yes. Kind of how the story develops going forward. Yeah. Yeah. But um uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was just I, my disappointment stems from the fact that it is in other aspects a really good series. And if mm-hmm. it hadn't been, I wouldn't I wouldn't have cared, you know? Of course, yeah. Yes. We wouldn't so, have made it this far. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah. He was it'll, just it'll, the straw that broke the camel's back for me. It always hurts more when it's like something you like and can see the strengths of right. that, that fails you. And yeah. Just like, oh god. Yeah. I I wouldn't have been annoyed mm-hmm. <laughs> if if it had been just an average show. Yeah, to begin with. So, uh, <laughs> first episode, huh? Oh man, I would have <laughs> yeah, a mighty real, have fallen. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are are we are are we? Am I feeling the same effect with Chainsaw Man this season? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's a fair comparison. We'll we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. <laughs> See, we'll get to that part. All right. Uh, I guess. We could also mention uh, you're the only one of us that's still watching DIY. Yeah, and I'm going to keep watching just because there's like two episodes to go, one episode to go, whatever, so I might as well finish it. Um, okay. If it had been a 24-episode, a, a, um, a I would not have still been watching okay. by this point. Um, but I will keep going just because I'm so near the end. Has uh, anything actually happened no (laughs) not really i mean they're building a secret treehouse space oh that's cool is it is it still like nice and fun oh yeah yeah it's very nice (laughs) it's very it's very nice Um, i mean the the thing i've heard from its proponents is like yes that is sort of its strongest quality right Mm -hmm. is just that it is a well-made pleasant show that maybe isn't super ambitious but right it knows what it's doing. <laughs> I, I right. sort of get the feeling that in a, in a season that did not have Bochi the Rock, I would have yeah been watching probably. DIY instead. Yeah, I don't think this this series could possibly offend anyone. It's it's the least right. offensive yeah, yeah, series yeah. I've seen in many right. years. Um, my main issue is that just like two of the characters are absolutely insufferable, like completely insufferable <laughs> to me. 
Oh, and which two? I like, d- like, I want to know which one? two you think that, because I feel like which two or wh- like which characters you do and don't like depends completely right. on the person. So <laughs> I've, I've only I've only seen the first two or three episodes, but is it like the blonde one and the like ninja one? The, or the like the, the yeah like, yeah ninja? you're completely right yeah so there's two characters in this show and both of them are foreigners or at least one of them is foreign and one might be like a half it's not sure. i'm not uh-huh. super clear on that actually but both of them are so annoying <laughs> the ninja the ninja one keeps saying nyan after like every mm-hmm. other sentence uh-huh. okay that's probably why i was confused always, when you said ninja because yeah. i associated her more with cat but yeah yeah but she you know okay. she just ninjas her way in and out of buildings and shit all okay enters through roofs and windows and whatnot um cats but yeah for some reason she's ninjas, also like but... cat-like and so they make a say nyan mm-hmm. and i guess it's supposed to be cute and endearing yeah, yeah. but it's not um and then yeah the foreigner who comes from is she american or is she she's English? Blonde. I don't know. If she's blonde, she's got to be American, right? Well, her name is like her name is Finland or something. Well, her name is like Queen Elizabeth. The <laughs> wait, let me see if I can God save the queen. <laughs> let me see if I can, because it's a doozy of a name. Uh, let's see. I I need to know her full name now. It yeah, is now Juliet have. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Okay. So Queen is is part of the actual name. So um, she's the British. Eighth. Juliet Juliet Queen Elizabeth the Eighth. Okay. No, um, according to Wikipedia, of- she's American. <laughs> she's American. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Which makes it even name. weirder. Yeah. <laughs> right. Should this be the name of the cat person? Probably. That's what you name a cat. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And uh-huh. she just inserts random english everywhere but it's the worst english i don't mean pronunciation wise like i don't really care you know how japanese people pronounce english like i'm sure they're doing their best fine um but Mm -hmm. it's just like the english that they choose to put in english makes no sense in context right um and it just just grates on me like it makes sense like none of her english is wrong is is just like, why would you choose those words and why would you choose them over and over and over again? Like, no one would talk <laughs> like this. Shout outs to TK, who continues to be the <laughs> unmatched <laughs> anime foreigner. Oh, my goodness. Get yeah. chance and luck. Get chance and but, luck. <laughs> okay, well, he's just great. But, um, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure the the kids out there remember that one at this point, right? But, uh, yeah, I don't even know why I brought that up. Who the fuck has, remembers anything about uh I was like Angel at first, Beats? I was like, who was TK? And then when you said "good chance and luck," I understood immediately. <laughs> yes, um, what you're referring to. But no, she because she spe- the character speaks fluent Japanese. She's not stumbling like she right. gets lower. She gets like slightly low scores in kanji tests apparently because she's not good at writing Japanese. But, right, but that's but she like, speaks fluent Japanese, yeah. apparently, mm-hmm. but she's still like like there's a there's a couple of words in pretty much every sentence that she drops in English. Mm-hmm. And so she'll be speaking in Japanese, but she'll be speaking kind of like this to make it sound like she's a foreigner. Uh-huh. And then she'll drop a <laughs> good job. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Good job with that drill. But it uh. happens like every minute or so. Right, Oof. it's her cat, like kids show catchphrase. Right, yeah, it's just really annoying. Like I Man, cannot explain to, to you. Uh, 
Shoutouts to Akiba Made War for being the only anime to actually hire a foreigner to voice act their foreigner. Mm. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll yeah, get we'll get to uh, we'll yeah. get to that show later for sure. But, uh, <laughs> yes. So, yes. Um, if if this had been a longer show, I would have absolutely dropped it just just based on those two characters because they are by far the worst things about the show. Right, but because it's a shorter yeah. show, it's kind of like it's tolerable, kinda, and you right, can grit your yeah. teeth and get through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. You can go. Oh, this art's really nice. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the the artwork is one of my favorite things about it. Yes, it is. It is a very nice looking show, to be sure. Yeah, it's got vibes. Yeah. Uh, every every time <laughs> the main character drifts off into her kind of la la land Dreamland, and and yeah. starts imagining things, that's where the art really takes off. Mm-hmm. And she does Good that frequently. For, so. uh, for high school girls <laughs> being delusional. Yeah. In anime, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that going around. Jesus. Okay. Well, yeah. um. Yeah. So if you're what? bored and have nothing else to watch over the winter break, mm-hmm. by all means. <laughs> yes. Yeah. By all means, do it yourself. Yes. <laughs> all uh, right. Let's, uh,. Let's move along to our other uh-huh. ongoing shows that we've been watching. And uh, we'll talk about Spy Family. We finally mm-hmm. wrapped Still up. Trucking. Finally wrapped up the tennis arc, <laughs> I guess. Hey, that could have gone on as long as it wanted to. I was happy with that arc. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they did some fun. It was. It was. Are, you, are, you, are, you a, are you a Fiona fan? Me? Yeah. I, I'm a fan of everything. I, I like okay, everyone. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm all for it. Let's let's go. Sure. All right. I know some people were like kind of kind of cool on Fiona, but uh, I was I, at I first think... when she was introduced. I didn't like her the, the like the first minute just because I thought it was going one way, but then it didn't, so I was fine. Right. right. It's it's kind of like she she's introduced as a certain type of character, but then once the mask mm-hmm. comes off and she's just as much right. of a goofball as the rest of the cast, yes. I think yeah. it once, works much better. Once it, the joke is revealed and the show goes you can consider this character funny now yes uh, uh shout outs uh, to every time studio wit takes any segment from the manga and just blows it out with their animation prowess <laughs> uh in, in, in case you didn't know or in case it wasn't obvious um the way uh your is portrayed hitting that tennis ball at the end of that episode <laughs> it is not nearly that luxurious in the manga <laughs> right naturally the Anytime any show does the fade to white as yes. somebody's gonna like obliterate it is <laughs> as a joke. Oh, I love it every time. Yes, never that, that never gets old. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's I guess the the second of these two episodes is is it's interesting because we initially thought, oh, like is that going to be the last episode of the anime? But now we know we have one more episode left, and mm-hmm. uh, yes. You know, I feel like I feel like the, the the two parts of the most recent episode kind of work in tandem with each other. Like, it kind of makes sense why they put them together, right? It's kind of like they're both kind of more focused on the like personal dynamics or of each member of the Forger family, yeah. right? Like, you know, obviously the first mm-hmm. half is like Lloyd and yours, and then the second half is like, oh yeah, right, Anya has actual friends or at least a yes. friend. You know, <laughs> sort of an ep- it's sort of an episode to like f- fully cement that like even though we're going through all of these wacky troubles like tennis or whatever, like we actually, all three of them are quite happy with their new situation yes. in their own ways. Right. Uh, you know, shout outs to, uh, to Becky's, uh, lady Butler. Uh, she, uh, she is unflappable <laughs> in the face of the job she's been given. Uh, just, 
Yes. Just deadpan saying, you mustn't commit adultery, mistress. <laughs> whatever whatever she's getting paid, she needs to be paid more. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, she's she's great. <laughs> I, I think she, she shows up a couple more times later in the manga, and she is... Uh, she 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 definitely steals the show a couple times, but um, what, what was um, was the Anya shopping bit in the manga? I don't know. Why is, for some, yes, yeah, I don't know why for but, some reason that gave me anime original vibes. Well, <laughs> they did they, in Studio Wit fashion. They did blow it out a little bit more than I think it was in the manga. Like yeah. right. Like, it's a little bit more elaborate, you know, things take a little bit longer. But no, I think mo- that chapter is mostly intact, as is in, okay. in the manga as well. I don't know why, just, like, mm-hmm. my gut feeling was yeah. anime original vibes. Like, but... I, th- I think the Becky flashback is lo- is, is, a, is a little bit more fleshed out than it is in the manga. Like, I think in the manga, they kind of just, like, like have one a, panel, maybe. It's like one, one panel of panels. her being a really bratty kid. But, uh, you know, in general, most of that stuff is there, to be sure. But... Do you know what's not in the anime? And you know what's not in the anime? And as a result, oh, we must disqualify Spy Family from Anime oh, of the Year discussion. Whoa. <laughs> I know they the answer, so... They didn't give us the butt shot. And it's uh... not what you think it is. <laughs> Can you tell me what it is, then? Please explain. All right. So you know the first half uh-huh. of the latest episode is Yor and Lloyd going to the bar uh, to, you know, because Lloyd's trying to patch things up with Yor, right? I don't know, G. So far, this sounds like what I thought it was, but... <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Right. Lloyd and Yor went on another date in the manga before this one. Okay. But during that uh, parents' uh-huh. night out date, uh, <clears throat> before the date, while Yor was on an assassination job... uh. One of her targets shoots her in the butt. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. But Yor so, is so powerful that it merely mm-hmm. causes an intense stinging pain rather than any actual physical damage. So right. we so can confirm we, Yor has literal buns of steel. Wait, does she just flex off the bullet? <laughs> well, I mean, it still hits her and it hurts, but it doesn't like penetrate right. i guess you know? like the whole whole joke is that like she spends the whole date with like a grumpy look on her face because she's like it hurts so much to sit down anytime i'm sitting down my face scrunches up in agony and so of course lloyd is always like oh no she is incredibly upset oh, okay. what am i doing uh and to to alleviate the pain of getting shot in the butt uh, she downs like six bottles of wine throughout the night. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> and I am just annoyed because if we are at the second, if, if we are already showing the second date in the anime, that means Studio Wit skipped the first date. And I am here to speak out against any Lloyd Your dating erasure in this anime. Uh huh. Yeah, we Agreed. we don't we don't really get much interaction between them right like right up, up to now and actually i mean we've talked about this before we very rarely see your doing yep. her job anymore at this point I right, so I mean, okay like it like I, i'm like, like i'm half shit posting here but also like i'm half serious at the sense of like you're already kind of struggles in the second half to like get yeah. relevant screen time and so i think it is a bit of a shame that because they're they understandably skipping chapters, right? Like, it's an episodic yeah. anime, it's an episodic story, like, 
the order doesn't actually matter that much. But I do right. think it is a shame they seemly have seemingly skipped, I think, one of the funniest chapters from this part of the story. Mm-hmm. So I guess if it's gonna cover similar ground to their date in this episode yes. and right. pressed for time, you gotta also- pick one or the other, <laughs> yeah. right? We've also like talked about this before, but it season two got announced like yesterday or today, yes. and the 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 makeup of the series is such that you can still move a lot of these. Oh, they could literally just around. put it back in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And right, just right. pretend that the first date is the second date now. Yes. They could totally yeah, do yeah. that. It wouldn't exactly. make like, any difference. Right. The, sh- the show is capable of such a thing. Yes. That is true. Yeah. I mean, they, they did actually just announce what today or yesterday. Uh, yeah. That there's going to be more. Season two in a movie. Not a movie. Not surprising, I guess. Uh, the, 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 the Shonen Jump non-canon movie. They yeah. said the movie will be original material. Which I think in the context of Spy Family could be a lot of fun. You know? Just, yeah. yeah. Like, just some non-canon adventure for the Forgers to go on. You know, they uh-huh. they got in, you know, L- 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 Lloyd's work got him three tickets to a to an island uh-huh. far away <laughs> from the main city. Uh-huh. Far small far eastern nation yes um, so that perhaps. whatever happens on the island will have no bearing on the canon of the series <laughs> yeah i actually Classic. had a really similar thought in my head as well lloyd oh. is gonna fight the snow ninjas <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna i was thinking more like a camping trip mm. and he like oh. fought, he like fought off a bear like he had to box a bear or something oh yeah yeah that was so good i mean let's be yes, real my, my family yeah. Yor is the one who would fight the bear, not Lloyd, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Scared away with her animal aura. Yes. So, um, there's only... So there's one episode left, right? Yes. I I, I guess, I mean... You can... This show is so flexible, right? It doesn't matter, (laughs) like, what they're going to do in the the next episode, (laughs) right? Like, it's just... And we know that there's more coming, so... Well, the fact that they announced a season two does make that true. It does... I will say the preview does look like they're going to end this season on a pretty uh, narratively important moment, but yes. I figured they, like, when this show started, I was like, that's probably where season one will end, right? Right. on that? Yeah. Okay. But The the preview looks like a a slightly more serious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the uh, the spy family saga will continue at a. Did they actually announce when? I didn't read. Just just twenty twenty three. I think. Okay. Yeah, they didn't drop a date yet. Yes. So the forgers will return in twenty twenty three. And uh, yeah, I mean, it continues to be the most probably the most consistent uh <laughs> consistently good thing over the past uh, it definitely wins the award for consistency yes so um, indeed still very much enjoying that all right uh let's talk about yeah. bochi the rock also quite enjoying this show yes um we're in our we're in the cultural festival arc mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i i feel like this has been a and I'm not saying this in a derogatory way, just observationally. This feels a little more like a con- like conventionally 
mm-hmm. girls club slice of life type of uh yep. vibes yeah it's, it's because it's, the only reason that is the case is because butchie is actually enjoying herself whereas any other cliche thing i've done, <laughs> I've done like go to the beach she hates every second of it yes so well i think right. I, I actually do think the strength of these last couple of episodes that are kind of focused on the culture festival is like I think, yeah, the premise is probably the most boring that we've seen out of Bochi so far. And so it is purely the strength of Bochi and the rest of that cast and the gags that they come up with that keep it, like, mm-hmm. still, like, really, really strong. Like, I, I would yeah. say, like, especially the most recent episode has some of the funniest gags I've seen in the whole show. <laughs> are, you, are you referring to the, the post-apocalyptic... I mean, you got the Kenshi, you got, yeah, you got like the Fist of the North Star yeah. dudes. You have like the live action bit where like the camera's running through the fucking forest looking for uh-huh, little Bochi like the creature. natural habitat of the Bochi, the uh, Bochi worm. Y- you know, yeah. you have, um, you just have that, the way they animate Ryo eating that, that Omu rice, <laughs> right? Like the way her mouth opens up to shovel the rice into her mouth. It's, uh-huh. there's... Bochi turning into a low-poly model. Yes, the PS1 model. Yes. Pile of bricks. And then, like, in comparison, right, the Kita Ara version of the <laughs> Moe Moe Kune. Yeah, like, the, the, uh, very the, the on people, brand. The people making the show are clearly having a lot of fun making this thing. And I think like, that's what makes it work, even if, like, the, sub- the subject matter itself is not as interesting as previous episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're reaching some like pop team le- uh, epic levels of uh, shifting oh, yeah. around to weird uh, art yeah. styles or live action or whatever. And uh, I yeah. will say, I do, I do. I, as cliche it is, I actually do kind of like the cultural festival as like the final boss of this this epi- this season because, right. like, in a lot of ways, that actually is higher stakes than playing at a club or like a yeah, you yeah. Know, because like. They're playing for, like, what, a dozen people who, like, they don't... Right. Like, they potentially might never see those people ever again. In a, in a right? city, like, an hour away, right? Right. Or whatever. Whereas, like, playing at your school means that, like... Yeah, these are people you're going you're to, have to see, see tomorrow. Yeah, All those people <laughs> tomorrow? Right. So it actually is way higher stakes. Mm-hmm. And and if I know Japanese schools, there will be recordings, and it's going to go in the school yearbook, mm-hmm. and it's... Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I just going back. I I do what I do. I did love the joke where they're like, you know, Bochi has to dress up as a maid and she runs away, and they're like, "How are we going to find her?" And they're like, "Well, they basically follow the same steps you'd find to find a slug." Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> go to some like damp, dirty, out of the way place where nobody's going to. It sounds it uh, yeah. sounds super mean when you say it. Like on paper, it sounds awful. But the fact that they that they're saying it with such um, what's oh, the word yeah, enthusiasm? They're like, no, they 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 truly understand yeah, their friend. Yeah, yeah, they are they are sincere. They actually they do want to find here. They that they, they they're doing it with care and love. It's <laughs> right, exactly right. Judgment free. Uh, it's just they know, you know how, like, they know their friend at this point. You know, if <laughs> if you're if, if if Oscar the Grouch went missing, where'd you go look for him? You know, mm-hmm. in trash cans. You know that because yeah. that's who he uh-huh. is. Yes. <laughs> Same thing <laughs> with both. Uh, I also like they slipped in the uh, the horrors of uh, content creation and uh, what happens if you don't post. Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> regularly. 
Uh, just like, let me look at my lovely comments. Oh no, one person is like, are they dead? Yeah. <laughs> Time to completely lose it. As I'm preparing to uh, basically take a week off from the podcast next uh, episode. But mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Algorithm, no. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, yeah, these episodes are good. I, I, I've, you know, maybe not as many standout moments as previous episodes here and there but it's just consistently like oh i don't know the way Rio eats that rice is very funny (laughs) that whole gag okay yes definitely in terms of like just visual gags Mm -hmm. they were they were killing it on these for sure but uh yeah um and it looks like we're gonna end on the uh the the festival performance right yeah tie a nice bow like on all this and uh... I mean the nice thing is like honestly they shouldn't be that pressured as somebody who had to sit in auditoriums and listen to like student formed bands perform mm-hmm. at like our high school like talent show equivalent God don't worry most high schoolers are fucking formed dog shit bands it's fine. <laughs> Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I can't remember <laughs> if my high school just never did anything like that, or if I've just I'm so far removed from it at this point that I don't remember. Right. But I don't remember us ever having any anything like that. It was just that bad that you blocked it. From well, that and I'm super old, so that was like twenty something. No, ago. I was gonna say the real but... twist is Gel was in that band and he is <laughs> no. blocked out the memory. No, actually, I did not start that until uh-huh. like uh-huh. i was 19 or 20 yeah oh you're what you were one of those guys huh yeah i picked that up late <laughs> later um but yes i don't know how kikuri got into the band the into the auditorium no how, how nobody stopped her oh yes that oh, was oh, very, how, yes how did yeah. that happen <laughs> that well, was a very a capital p problem <laughs> that was a very good joke when she's like for this special occasion, I have the glass uh, bottle socket. Uh-huh. Right. So, yeah. so not only does no one stop her because she's clearly off her face, but she has the goods. Bring like alcohol. she has, mm-hmm. she's bringing alcohol into the school, openly waving it around. Just, yeah, and just like it's on the Incredibly stage. Funny. It's like on the edge of the stage. God, it's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what a, yeah, what, yeah what, that shows all right. No, Bo is great. Like, if, if this really is our last time talking about it, like, I'm, you know, at least in this context, uh, I, I am mm-hmm. going, I'm going to miss it. You know, I think it Spy, really caught yeah. us all by surprise. Spy Family might be the most consistent in terms of like overall quality, but I think Bochi is the most consistent in terms of feeling the overall joy that went into the production. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yes. a good way to put it. Like. You know, we we talked about that interview uh, last podcast that uh, was maybe ac- unintentionally throwing shade at the Chainsaw Man uh, production, but it's just like it. You can you can really tell that like these people understand like what is the appeal of like animation, and especially what what's the appeal of like uh, animated comedy specifically. Like mm-hmm. the unique timing and motion, you know, the, you know, we, you know, we talk about like the the, the bochi smears every week, right? The ways in which yeah. these characters like gesticulate and like swoosh around, and yeah, it's just it's just a production that really understands the, like yeah the unique qualities of the medium it's in, and I really do appreciate that. Yeah, 
Uh, th- yeah, I mean, there's. <laughs> I mean, speaking of it, so, like, there's, I don't think there's been a bad episode of Bochi. Like, it's the, no, they're no, I don't good. think so. Like, um, every yeah. week it's a fun, fun so thing to watch. Like if, in, in some ways, it's only gotten better as they've realized, like, oh, we can get away with, like, more, more <laughs> ridiculous. Right. Yeah. It, like, it, it's, it's, like, okay, not, like, not to go too inside baseball here, right? But I've started writing for my end of year post, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, Jell, I don't know if you're in a similar place, but, like, Kaguya Season 3 aired this year. Like, <laughs> yep. Kaguya did the Resident Evil tank controls joke. Yep. And, and like... Doodle, wasn't there a whole rapping thing? Was yes, that this year? Yes. Yes. The, the, the rap battle where <laughs> F- Fujiwara has to learn how to rap so she can teach <laughs> class prez how to rap. And, like... Right. At the time, I was so sure this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. There is no way anyone could come up with anything funnier this year. And now I'm not so sure. Yeah, I mean, like, the the, the Resident Evil joke thing in Kaguya-sama is something that would very much fit in Bochi. But that that was like one, you'd get maybe like one of those per episode in Kaguya. And Bochi is like a constant stream of... uh... (laughs) Bochi just, mm. yeah, it consistently delivers, like, every episode, there's something. Not every joke is, like, that top tier, but yeah. there is always a top tier joke in every episode, or more. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, Kaguya has other things going on, too, I guess. But, yeah, in terms of, like, laughs per minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Bochi might might take the cake. Uh, Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh-huh. well, speaking of laughs per minute. <laughs> uh, really, I was going to go speaking of intentionally throwing shade. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm I, I'm a little tired of talking about Chainsaw Man. Artemis, how are you <laughs> feeling about Chainsaw Man? I'm, I'm fine with it, you guys. Like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm not saying, oh, it's the best show I've ever seen. It's not my favorite show of the season. It's not, you know, like, it's it's not something I gush about. But I'm enjoying it for what it is. Again, maybe it's because I'm not familiar with the manga. Like, I don't read manga in general. So mm-hmm. most uh, anime I go into with with no prior knowledge and I'm just happily watching whatever comes up, you know? I, I um, will admit part of my opinion may be just getting goaded on by people on the internet saying it's a masterpiece and the greatest right. anime ever made. Like your, your, your latent hipster genes activating. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe all the, and, and <clears throat> I like, I'm not being hyperbolic. People are actually saying those things. No, I've um, seen, I've seen people say those things and yeah. um, I'm not and one of those like, people, but yeah. And maybe, and I do think maybe when I talk about it, it sounds like I hate it a lot more than I actually do. <laughs> but um, I mean, I think it's just, I, yeah, is that it, it is that inevitable pushback against the like very like high praise that I think yeah. Chainsaw Man, the anime is getting elsewhere. Uh, I, I will say to be clear, only uh, on this podcast anyways, only Eero, uh, no, not even Eero. I, I am the only one who has read the manga of the people counted here. Unless Eero, you started, but. I started, but I'm still in like, you know, the first two episodes. Okay, so yes, like, of everybody on the Gloria blog, only Aqua and I have actually read Chainsaw Man to completion, so... Okay. Uh, 
just to point out that like the, the others are not just hating because they read the manga uh though maybe i, I am just i i am doing the emperor palpatine thing here of yes give <laughs> into your hatred <laughs> I, I i may i may be influencing them i will admit that understandable understandable um mm-hmm. i guess maybe it's just that i've watched so much shit this year but this is perfectly fine by comparison yeah i mean i think i think that's the thing we keep trying to to make clear right is like all of our myriad criticisms of chainsaw man don't take away from the fact that it is a genuinely well-made show that is still based off of like undeniably strong interesting source material and so like no matter what the adaptation decides to do with that source material like the fundamental bones of that story of those characters are still going to come through in the adaptation. <laughs> no matter, huh? No ma- no matter what the adaptation does? <sighs> well, almost. This is, this is, can I just remind you all, <laughs> timely, that this is a year in which you all had to suffer through the anime adaptation of Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. So, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, no, uh-huh. I guess, yes. By yes. those standards, <laughs> you are watching top tier. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Um, in all seriousness, though, if we want to actually talk about the, these two episodes, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I actually, I think it's actually, yeah, I think it's actually gone a bit better, yes, because um, PC has picked up, yes. So I, I've been discussing this with Iro again, as as the one here who's read the manga. I won't spoil any events, but I will say there is a very obvious stopping point for the Chainsaw Man anime, and I've done the math, and based on their current pacing, based on the pacing of the first half of the show. They would not get to this natural staff stopping point until like episode fourteen or fifteen, and I think they're going to attempt to get there by episode twelve, hmm. and so they're going to be forced to pick up the pacing, whether they like it or not. Towards towards the finale. So will here. that be? You think that will be a good thing for the anime? I think it's already a good thing based on episode nine and ten, where I think the pacing actually improved a lot. Um, compared to earlier episodes, right? So, you know, we have episode nine, which is sort of the aftermath of the uh, the, the the ambush on the, pub, you know, the the, the devil right. hunters, right? Well, uh, we sort of have that reveal that uh, there's definitely something wrong with Makima. <laughs> yep. Uh, in, in case you hadn't picked up on it yet. Yeah, uh, not, not shocking at all, but yes. What? Uh, I, I think, <laughs> I, I genuinely think the way they handled the reveal of her powers was actually pretty well done. Like, I was actually pretty worried about how they were going to handle it, but I'm glad that they just make it feel really, like, sudden and impactful and traumatic. Like, these dudes are just talking, and then suddenly they're just, like, splattered across the pavement, right? Like, no no build-up, like, no prelude, right? It's just, like, you know... Yeah. She's just, like, right-click... It was very impactful. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's just right-click deleting these dudes, basically. (laughs) And so I think they did that part pretty well. Um, You know, you get your little bit of, like, what the fuck is Kobeni's deal uh, in that episode, Uh which is fun. Um, And then episode 10, like, I think is, like, actually a pretty damn good adaptation of the events that it covers uh, of the events it covers right which is like the introduction of of kishibe who is the scarred alcoholic devil hunter right. that trains uh power and denji and With then the also like but 
Yes. 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 I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> I hate that guy. And then also, for some reason. and then also the way they contrast that with like Aki dealing with the grief of losing Himeno. And this is one of those rare cases where I think the way that they have chosen to adapt Chainsaw Man actually works really well in the story's favor, because I think they do a pretty good job of capturing like power in Denji's like gremlin moron energy energy yeah Yeah. that that is that is so far my favorite part is denji and power together is yeah like they're such a good duo that it's like weird that they have not actually teamed up like this properly until now but once they do you realize it's the most natural pairing in the world it's just, because both of them are trying to are trying to outsmart someone because they think they're <laughs> smart, but both of them are really thick. Uh, yes, they're yes. just <laughs> which is right, the I perfect mean, like combination. Yeah. Like what? Like what does Denji say? Oh man, wouldn't we? Would it be badass if we did like if we outsmarted Smart him thing. like those manga characters do? <laughs> and and then yeah. I think Power is like, yeah, I am. You know, I am pretty pretty smart. They do say. Yeah. To be fair, their but plan I have, wasn't like, that some bad. Genius, I ideas, yeah. To be right, fair, their no, plan wasn't that bad. But, yeah, uh, no, I totally agree, Joe. It's a pretty <laughs> solid plan. Like, honestly, it would probably get most people. And so there is a little bit of fun to that. Oh, man, Power and Denji probably spent all night awake thinking of this <laughs> right. plan. <laughs> right, but yes, how, how much uh, brain power did they have to use to come up with Right, that? the two of them combined, this is what they could come and up with And then they're overnight. wearing glasses because they are so smart. Is that smart? Yes, yeah. yep. yes. It's see, what smart people do. And see, that, but, it's, it's that type of chaotic energy that I really like about Chainsaw Man, right? Because, like, they don't explain to you, like, where they got the glasses or any of that shit, right? It's just, like, a hard cut and, like, right. here they and are. And that's the kind of fun that I feel like is missing a lot of the time that should feels like it should be there at least right. you know especially no, totally. in those mm-hmm. particular moments but yeah and i think i think that's the thing that is a little bit like maddening to me again as someone you know who who really likes the manga is like it's not like this is the first time chainsaw man has been like been like this i think this is just the first time the anime has truly captured the energy mm-hmm. of of that dynamic and right. I don't know. Again, it's like right. as as we approach the last few episodes here, you know, th- they really might have to pick up the pace, and that may or may not work out in their favor as they close towards the finish line here. So, what are the chances of <clears throat> what are the chances of Chainsaw Man pulling a a, a Maiden Abyss type situation where it ends and like they say, and for the climax of this arc, check out. You know, Chainsaw Man, Gekijoban in 2023, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I, I was kind of wondering what are the chances they end on a cliffhanger. Or like Demon, Demon Slayer did too, though that was right. its own like, arc. I, but. I, I'm actually very curious what the fate of Chainsaw Man will be because, I mean, Jump Fest is happening, like, if not now, then it, 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 or it, it either finished recently like this weekend, or it's yeah. still going, right? Which is like the big like weekly show and jump event where they announce all their like ah this an- this manga is getting an anime or I mean that's uh-huh, where we got uh-huh. the announcement for Spy Family right yes I don't think they've said anything for Chainsaw Man yet so there, there's there's no way they don't make more though right like at it's some too point popular I think to to not it's like the hottest thing in the anime world at the moment right like there's the they I I mean maybe it won't be as soon as we're thinking it might be but mm-hmm. I, I have to imagine right. at some point there will there will be more even if it's like a year from now or something right, right. 
I, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll see. I, I, it would not surprise me if they decided to go the movie route, but I think I'd be a little bit, not disappointed, but I think there is, there's a better use of a 90 minute movie for Chainsaw Man than right here. Like there's another place further down the okay. line that I think would actually be the ideal place to pull that trigger. All right. On the um, other hand, the director sure wants to make a movie, so Yeah. <laughs> Guys, come on, man. Can you imagine what would have happened if Sung Ho Park had directed Chainsaw Man? Oh god, yeah. Man. Yeah, I'd be probably be a lot more into it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I feel can't. I feel like actually like I feel like a lot of the criticism fairly of this series is that you guys wanted like a blood blockade battlefront and you got chainsaw man instead you know what i mean like kind of yeah i mean i i guess it is a it 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 is a preference thing and i i talked about this last episode um where the things that we are saying are bad some people think those things are good <laughs> you know like the the more cinematic movie like mm-hmm. feel the kind of more, you know, I don't know, quote unquote, right. realistic approach to it. Um, some people. It is like a preference thing to an extent. You yeah. Know. I uh, just feel like and I don't think those things are bad in themselves. I just think for what. What I'm getting from this type of story and vibes that are coming off of it. I don't feel like that's the best way to go about it, but Yeah. Um, what if we did get more blood blockade battlefront? Yeah, I mean that would be great. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, when's that going to happen? Right? I guess. Maybe I we... guess this series didn't have the right. It's for me. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue of like, is it cinematic enough or is it too cinematic? Whatever. Like, I don't actually care that much about that aspect of the series. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's more of a balance issue, like tonally, and right. and consistency wise. Right. Like that's that's kind of why why I'm kind of I like it but I don't love it sort of right. you know it's it's, it's, like it's yeah it's tilted too far to the like serious respect side of the spectrum. yeah sometimes yeah yeah or yeah it doesn't yeah. it doesn't yeah it doesn't pick like the appropriate moments to do that <laughs> yeah and then and then it doesn't mm-hmm. lean enough into that crazy goofball energy where right. it needs to sometimes. The yeah. EDs yeah. do, though, so, you know, hey, shout-outs <laughs> shout yeah. to all the ending credits for this show. Each one is immaculate. Yeah. yeah. I also do really, really like the OP, but not because oh, it's really of... it's fun. But yeah. not because of the visuals. I just like the singer a lot. Oh, I mean, it's, <laughs> like, it's a, okay. I, oh, I was just going to say, I've really come around on it, yeah. I, I've really <laughs> uh, come to enjoy the, the OP for... I guess the energy it represents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, I I guess at the end of the day, maybe in my heart, I just wish it was more Doro Hidoro instead of uh Now Doro Hidoro, that's a real yeah. anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I keep, it's it's similar vibes and I maybe that's just where my heart is. Man, you, that, uh, you that's know. what Chainsaw Man needs. It needs a baseball episode. I was I was mm. about literally <laughs> about to say, what if it, there was a baseball episode or a it, it, tennis episode or a food truck episode golf <laughs> golf episode do they ever do they ever get a baseball episode uh no i'm sorry i'm sorry okay. Joe. there's times there 
Now I sure now I truly have nothing to look forward to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wasted potential, yep. Uh all right. Well, again, I, I I'm not telling anybody to not watch Chainsaw Man. Please watch it and judge for yourself. It just still doesn't really yep. do it for me. But I, I I do agree that these two episodes were were pretty solid. Like I didn't really have any significant complaints with these two recent mm-hmm. ones so other than and again, weird walk at the end of that episode but that was weird wasn't it <laughs> what was up with that walk why I is think he swaying were, like that? i think I they know. were trying to slow motion it maybe or something it looked maybe, like a slow yeah. motion like impactful like mm-hmm. you know kind of walk but it kind of looked just awkward um, i mean he looked like he was doing the crow marty walk <laughs> <laughs> it, did, it did actually now that you say that but again, yeah. um, you guys are all still watching, so it can't be that bad. It's true. Yeah. You're here. <laughs> you I'm know? still watching yep. it. Yep. So. All right. They've got me. Let's, uh, let's move along to uh, mm-hmm. Mob Psycho 100. Apologies yeah. again. I have not watched this. I just have not had time. I want That's to. That's fair. Uh, unfortunately. But. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are saying it's it's been pretty good though, right? Yeah, no, I it's been pretty good. I have been really enjoying how they are choosing to wrap up uh, season three, and I guess Mob Psycho as a whole here. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to talk about this final arc without spoiling it a little bit. So at at this point, you guys can you guys can spoil it at this point. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about it. So. Okay, so the whole thing about Mob, right, it, you know, it, it is a little bit similar to the premise of One Punch Man, right, of, like, Mob is this all-powerful, super psychic wonder kind, right, like, mm-hmm. and half the jokes are that, like, nobody can beat him, right? Like, yeah. if he actually no gets how wacky and strong the new villain is, like, no matter how many times they say, like, I've been saving this power for... 47 years and or whatever like mob will still beat him in the end right he'll flick his finger and right and and so like you ask well then what could possibly be the thing that could give pose be be an be an appropriate like conflict or obstacle to mob and mob psycho 100 decides the answer is mob himself uh literally yes (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, they make like a dark mob or something. <laughs> kind of, of, but the the yeah, this final arc is basically yes, Bob is his dark side metaphorically is, has taken hold, and uh, it's just, so everyone has to line up to try and stop him, right? Right. And show that show how they have grown as people due yes. to Mob's influence. It's huh. it's really thematically satisfying because you know it it's the thing of like because now Mob is the final boss of the story. We we, we the thing you discover then, of course, over the course of this arc is that well, Mob's greatest power, more than his telekinesis, <laughs> was uh-huh. his fundamental kindness and compassion, right? Because you basically get every former villain from the past three seasons showing up, reformed, or at least on the path to rehabilitation. You know, each mm-hmm. one saying, like, I gotta do this, right? Like, I gotta do what Mob did for me. Like, I gotta bring him back, you know, from the brink, you know? And 
Mm-hmm. It's really emotionally like fulfilling to watch all of these dudes get obliterated by mob, <laughs> but like still try their hardest to stop right. him. Mm-hmm. Like they can't, they can't, they never could, right? They couldn't when he, they were villains, and they can't now when they're heroes. Like mob is too strong, but they don't give up, right? They like there's this great moment with Teru, right? The the blonde kid, um where, yeah. like, he's one of the first ones to go up against Mob, and, like, Teru, being sort of the Vegeta of this setting, remarks, <laughs> yeah, I have literally never won a fight against you. I probably never will. But I still have to do this, because you did it for me. And you think he's about to charge up, like, some gigantic, like, final suicidal, like, you know, final flash or something, you know? <laughs> But instead, what Teru does is before he's, like, completely taken out by Mob's psychic power, he uses the last vestige of his psychic power to rescue and protect all of the innocent bystanders around them while they're fighting. So that Mob, whenever Mm -hmm. he does come to after this, doesn't have to live with the guilt that he may have killed innocent people. And it's... Mob Psycho is so good. Yeah. Like it, it, it has such a good understanding of its characters and the themes it plays with. And like even when it does descend into like high action shonen spectacle, like it never forgets that like the story it fundamentally is. And it also never forgets that it's a comedy. I should mention that, that mm-hmm. Teru was naked this entire time because his clothes got blown off by Mob. Does does right. he still have the like, is his hair still ridiculous too? Like um, did that get fixed? Mob yeah. blasts his hair in such a way that leaves him bald on top. Okay, so again. we've gone the other Again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that you know, you know the, only, the only reason I haven't watched it now at this point is because of time, really. I do, want, I do really want to watch it at some point. I don't know when I'm going to have time to watch it. But, um, yeah, they, I, I always felt like they know what they're doing. With, with their characters and how to avoid falling into the pitfalls of, you know, your typical battle shonen type of show, right? And right. maintaining its own unique personality. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that and the fact that this is the end of the story, right? Like, there's yes. no more mm-hmm. manga. So, like, there's actually hope that there's some kind of, you know resolution or stopping point. resolution yeah uh, which you know i'm not expecting like full on the story ends here or whatever there's probably going to be some you know special somewhere yeah i don't I, yeah or even just where the story ends you know it's you know i'm sure it's probably still gonna end with mob working with reagan and going about there right a, a, a life goes yeah. on sort of ending yeah yeah so um, but thematically, you know, finding a, yeah. a, a stopping point and everything is, you know, something I would very much want to see. So, yes. Is there, how, how many yeah. episodes are left at this point? Uh, one, I think, one, right? I think. Yeah. They're, okay. You know, it's, we're, we're, we're I, almost there. <laughs> I got to say yeah. that, that is a, that is, a, that is a really neat idea. Making mob the final boss. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's cool. Like you get yeah. to see everybody. You know, Ritsu shows up. Like everybody, everybody takes a crack at Mob, and well, mm-hmm. they all they all try yeah. their best. <laughs> it's like Reagan's gonna be the doll. 
doing it in the last episode. Well, yes, so. yes. I mean, obviously, the, the subtext yes. is that until Reagan shows up, you know all, everybody else is going to fail because Reagan is going to be the one who, who mm-hmm. brings our boy back. Number one Tumblr sexy man, uh, yes. Reagan, <laughs> has to save the day. Um, I, I mean, does it literally... So... Is like is it's like mob, like conscious of what he's doing at this point, or is this just like his like no okay not really no <laughs> okay right or is it's, he like literally fighting himself in his that, head? Yes, uh, okay. it's very much framed in that sort of way. Got it. Like okay, yeah. He's I, like, I, no, stop me! Like, don't don't fight me! You can't do it. Right from the inside, while you know his. Got it. Body outside is blowing up the town. All right. Well, someday. Sounds good. I should have really watched this series myself someday. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Mob Psycho 100 is pretty good. Season one and season two are very good, for sure. Um, Like I've said before, the rare time that I felt like season two was actually an improvement on season one. Yeah. Um, Not that season one was bad, but it was like season two really built on. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. we're dragging this out you know, past its, you know, right longer than it needs to. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. Yeah. You know what else worth checking out? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about, Yero, do oh, you even baby. remember the, I thought you, I thought you were about to say the name of the fictional Toku show. Oh, uh, endless love. Yes. <laughs> Yes, let's talk about Pop Team Epic. Let's talk about Endless Love. <laughs> oh, all right, oh my well, goodness. Let, 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 let's 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 talk about the the first episode before we get to that. Okay, okay. Because that was actually a pretty good episode as well. Yeah, where they have the uh, they have the girls as old man comedy duo, right? Yes. Oh, right, right, right. Um, surpri- possibly the most like nice heartwarming type of bit that they've ever done on the show i mean it was by this show standards right uh but that was pretty on the nose i think that was entertaining um uh-huh. also featuring uh... with Kir- kiryu and majima yes yeah. and one <laughs> one of the best voice casts of any episode they've ever had yeah because they had uh Akito Yosaki and uh, Minako Kotobuki from Sphere uh, and uh-huh. on the first half. And then, yes, right. the voice actors oh, yeah, for the, Kiryu and Majima in the second the half. The bit in the the bit where they're like, why the Blu-rays or whatever? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're, we're over 30 now and we're still singing songs about high school uniforms. It's really <laughs> it's, good. It's really <laughs> and that was incredibly funny to me. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, like, oh, yikes! Every time I see the lyrics about uniform, <laughs> the, 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 those bits, those bits in between, with where they're like saying, telling you to not buy the Blu-rays, yeah, are, right? Are please uh, send it to my agency? Yeah, please send it to my agency every time. It's secretly one of the best <laughs> gags uh, in the entire yes. series. But um, the latest episode, boy, Dude, man. Um, Iro, you want excellent. you want to just uh... yeah yeah go ahead Iro you 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 talk about yeah so like in, in the very first episode of this season like because they've been bringing in Shota Aoi to you know for various live action gags yes. and stuff since and the so very in the first episode yes yeah. first episode of the season they did a fake Kamen Rider opening sequence pitch perfect just like exactly like any 
given Kamen intro from the past decade, right? And so, for yes, for the last episode, they just did a whole ass episode. <laughs> yes, this of, is the whole of endless love. Their Kamen Rider parody, and dude, it's like uh, a full episode. Like, it's yeah, like, it's, oh, yeah, it's straight there's up. No, there's, no there's no, there's no repeat. There's no repeat this this, yeah. this time. No, yeah. yeah, and it's yeah, all the like same locations. They got Koichi Sakamoto to direct it, who's a highly noted tokusatsu director even who, uh, even i someone who does not watch or care about tokusatsu or common writer recognize the locations <laughs> yes yeah uh yeah just for yeah. just for the listeners at home would you say that getting sakamoto for a toku segment is like the equivalent of when they got obari for the mecha segment? yeah pretty much okay yeah it's like getting a highly noted uh and like highly idiosyncratic you know toku director a guy with a recognizable style yes uh definitely and um just so many little gags <laughs> that are exactly how comrider writer is <laughs> uh they have the like uh lieutenant dude the sidekick man yeah in in that is a former common writer actor Oh, okay. Named Yuichi Nakamura. Okay. And like he was a common writer in one of the time themed ones. Oh, shit. Well, (laughs) it wasn't his name Nakamura in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And so the other gag for that is he meets his, you know, he meets himself in this sequence and his other self is dubbed over by a voice actor named Yuichi Nakamura (laughs) who has no relation. Uh, (laughs) The layers. Yeah, the layers, and of course, the evil villain man is TM Revolution. It's it's so, uh, so, so and good. <laughs> the bard <laughs> who sang the bewitching melody of the West. Yes, <laughs> yes TM Revolution of Pro- Thunderbolt Pro- Fantasy yeah. fame, obviously <laughs> the Just, most popular yeah. thing he's ever done. Um, it, it's like I don't know. Yeah, as somebody who watches Conrad, obviously, like there's just so many, yeah, dumb little things all through it of. Yes, this is exactly how. And then they film those things. And then we get possibly we get our the most fucking amazing like, Avengers Infinity War yes. moment or well, some yeah. shit. So yeah, even this is like every time they do a superhero wars crossover movie where yeah. every fucking common writer from the past forty years, you know, walks in and says their name in a row. <laughs> right, I'm common writer one, common writer two, common writer v three. You know, yeah, like yeah. Etc. 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 Because there's so fucking many. Yeah. It's one a year, right? Like, right. So they they just all show up. Of course, it's Popico PP me. Popico PP me. Right, but it's just every single version of them that has appeared in any yes. bit over the including, course of season two, including version the new version that has yet to <laughs> yeah arrive, right? yeah voiced by well, fucking Charazable Shuichi Keda. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, and I love and that yes. they they come in and fight them like. Inferno Cop style. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> yes, that's like, yes. Remember, eco-friendly anime. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Pop also, Epic. Pop Team Epic says, uh, "What was it again? Review your rights with your <laughs> Con- contact your local like labor bureau or something." Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Pop Team Epic is telling you to form a union. <laughs> yeah, they're pro union. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that ending uh, was amazing. Um, yeah. And then, yes. Ha- not animating any of them for like the fight, but then of course they're all lovingly animated for the like Eevee. dance sequence. Yes. Um, perfect. It's a great. I can't believe they did a whole ass Toku episode. <laughs> yeah. Like we want to talk commitment to straight, the bit, straight right? faced, like like yeah. made with made with love because. 
Given the, the given the usual format of Pop Teen Epic, they could have done like a five minute segment or something, right? Like, sure, yes, you know. But no, they committed to making it a full episode, the whole thing. I think of, again, it's like I think that is continues to be Pop Team Epic's greatest strength is like not only their commitment to their gags, but also the display of their obvious knowledge of what they're riffing on, like. Yes. This isn't like because here's the thing, right? Like if I if you told me to like make a toku gag, it would rely on the like the most basic stereotypes of right. like what I'm aware of, right? But right. you tell these guys to make a toku gag and they go film an 18 minute episode, right? Right, like that is just filmed exactly how to, right, down to they the, do it down to the smallest like, detail. It gets perfect. Like yeah. Th- Pop Team Epic has some of the bravest writers in anime. I think, I think, I think only Birdie Wing hires braver writers than Pop Team Epic. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like just the commitment to every joke, the like the commitment to shit posting. Honestly, right? It's like because I think like many artists feel that perfectionist like like. Uh-huh. Uh, a temptation to fix a thing that looks bad, right? And Pop Team Epic is like, no, it's bad on purpose. Like, yeah, it looks yes. better because it looks bad. Uh yeah. Um, though this did look considerably better than many Common Rider episodes. Um. <laughs> well, okay, the Common Rider part. I-, I mean, just Pop Team Epic in yes. general. In general, yes, yes. Um. Uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, like obviously, I think you know, like you know, Bochi the Rock is like a really great, like really funny comedy. But like, there is a, like there is a specific energy to Pop Team Epic that I don't know if you can get anywhere else, man. Like, it, yeah. it is truly one of a kind. Um, yeah, not nothing. Yeah, there's nothing quite like it for sure. Um. And yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, I was saying earlier, like I've pretty much written my year end post already at this point, and then after I saw the ending yeah. of this episode, I'm like, I probably need to include this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I may have to do some rewrites before I uh, <laughs> get that out. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So it, it great. is. Was that the end? Was it the last episode? Yeah. I think so. Okay, so end, that's got to be that's got to be the end, right? Like for yeah. now. I I, I wonder if they'll do season three. Like it was it was actually kind of a while between season one and two, right? Like a few years. So a couple of years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. The door's if, open. Is yeah, the thing. Yes. And like, also, this is a show that doesn't care about whether there's source material to adapt to anymore, right. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I. I the 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 amount of bits this season that looked like they were from the manga, because you can kind of tell because the manga is very like uh, short and concise. Right, it, it's more for yeah. coma like frame. Right? Yeah, uh, the amount of bits in season two compared to season one seemed like there was a lot less of those in, in this one. Like we, yeah. we talked about how in general they were like it felt like there were longer sequences right in season two, but yeah. Yeah, they can they can do whatever they want at this point. It doesn't matter if they have total mm-hmm. freedom. So, all right, let's talk about Akiva Made War. Akiva Made War <laughs> is making a suicide run for anime of the year. They're like, coming Akiva- on real strong in the second <laughs> and, half. And like a suicide run, it might get tragically gunned down 
at the finish line, but it's going to try, and I respect it so much for that. Oh man, where do we where do we even start? Um, How about the last two episodes, like throwing out the joke that haha, it's maids doing yakuza shit, and what if it just became unironic? No, these maids became, yeah. are actually doing yakuza shit. Yeah. Yes. Um. So we. So we had the the first episode is the, 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 Ronko's the mysterious, man, the mysterious man. The date. Yeah. Her, her mysterious suitor asks her on a date. And, mm-hmm. you know, Ronko delivers all the amazing, you know, I, I, you know, I gave up on happiness when I became a maid line. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, tracks, tracks. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, of course, get... like the of course the, the, the tragic twist in the most like yes. old school Yakuza film cliche, right? Right. They're like, right, Panda reveals their true form and is like, he's just getting close to you to kill you. Right, because it turns out that Panda is the girl who shot Ronko's uh master, like in the flashback in episode one. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, she like, has just been in hiding out of like shame and time. atonement all this time. Yeah. And it is revealed <laughs> by that maid that yes. she was nearly killed by Ronko Suter, who is in fact an assassin who works yeah. directly for the Creatureland group and has been given <gasps> the job to kill Ronko. Yes. So, of course, you know, he's like, Ronko, meet me. Meet me at at this place so we can get out of town together and you know escape this life and <laughs> and all the all the cliches right yeah right, right. you know you like you have like Panda gunning down the assassin because right. she yes. thinks that he's still committed to the job and she's like no, I but no. let Uncle bloody bloody her hands again but no, then of but course no no out. <laughs> he had the ring he had a wedding ring he was going to propose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They was they were gonna go clean. Leaving Ronco in the rain, like tears uh-huh, in the rain. Alone. Yes. You know, I, I, I keep saying the show is at its best when it is like at a hundred percent hundred and ten percent commitment to the bit. And this is like a hundred and like fifty yep. percent right Yeah. Dude, it's <laughs> wild. Right. It's it's so good. Um, I can't believe this show is just like this committed to it. <laughs> it's it like because like, all of this is like completely straight faced. There is no oh, yeah. like you know winking at the camera or like th- th- they're no, taking. Yeah. This is all a hundred percent. Like like not even a bit. Just, like 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 obviously it's not, it's, there's like like they're still in made outfits and they're still doing made things. But like the right. context and the framework of the story is just fully yakuza heroic bloodshed now. Right. It knows that the bit is that it's doing that. Yes. <laughs> right. And so it doesn't have to. I mean, that go, is. Right. That is joke. the bit is look at the yeah. absurdity of, you know, this deadly serious Yakuza and trauma. This all made. comes to its logical conclusion in the yeah. latest episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Land is going to take down Tontokoton. Yeah. Mate Cafe. And so Ronko has to launch a final desperate attack on the Creature Land group. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And... Ronko. Some great jo- gags in that. Oh, yes. Too, yes. Like, it's still really funny. Like, that's where the she's thing. She's standing, like, thank you, everyone. And then the elevator door closes. The door closes one um, more time. <laughs> dunk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just like the whole. 
the whole setup, right? Like them going out for ramen one last time, Ronko getting the bullets <laughs> from the ramen man, you know. Yeah. Ronko pointing the gun at N- Nagomi being like, are you ready to die? If not, like, you'll only get in the way. Aside. Exactly. Yeah. Like the whole damn thing, right? Everybody's showing up at the last minute being like, ah, oh, we can't leave you behind, Ronko. You're part of, you know, could, could we even call ourselves maids if we left behind a fellow maid? Uh-huh. It's just, yeah. The manager I think... being uh, the worst person on the planet. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> manager. Me- God, manager is such a piece of shit. Oh my god. I right. I Get the really... whole like they're sending a messenger. Like hands up, shooter. Like, no, shoot them. <laughs> it's a trick. Uh, the... <laughs> okay. I. All right. The height of this. What I think, okay, so what I personally think is the culmination of Occupy Made Wars, like entire bit, the joke, everything. I think it all culminates in Ronko's confrontation with with Nagi, right? The the head of the Creature Land group, the 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 Alpha Maid, right? Right. And it's when she stabs Ronko in the hand, and then she mm-hmm. draws the fucking Omu rice art with her own yes. blood. Yes. Yeah. As <laughs> that, that a display is, yes. of how far she's come as a maid and how much it, she values her time with Tong Tokuton. This peak, peak Akiba Maid War right there. It that, is something that could only happen yeah. in this show. Like, right? it, is, it is the joke that I think that, that Akiba Maid War does that is the most like, oh, this joke could only exist in this show, in right. this moment, operating yes. on this many levels as it is. <laughs> Yeah. And um yeah, I mean in the end we're reminded that this is not Ronko's story. No, uh, the maid the maid life only mm-hmm. ends one way. It's going to catch up <laughs> with you eventually. Uh Yeah. I, uh yep. and this is really Nagomi's story, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, what's she going to do in the last episode? <laughs> right. So, I guess that's Are the- we Right. Yeah. You know, that's the question, right? Are we are do we think we're gonna immediately cut to like what Nagomi does in the aftermath? Are we getting a sixteen years later time skip? Like Right. Do we have do we have thirty thirty six year old Nagomi like uh showing up at a maid cafe in twenty twenty two, right? Having just recently the new, gotten out of yeah. prison. Uh-huh. So right. I think here's what here's what I think. I feel like they've foreshadowed, it, and I. And this is not a guarantee, but they've foreshadowed Nagomi as like the, the one to break the cycle of violence, right? <laughs> yeah. And are they going to have? It's, it's a question of are they going to have her actually do that, or is they going to say no? No one can break the cycle of violence. Mm. So um, this is the part where. This is going to heavily depend on which type of Yakuza crime film (laughs) Akiba Made War decides to ape. Because both of these are completely valid endings to crime thrillers. Um, Like, I I am more familiar with the Hong Kong version than Yakuza, but, like, these are basically your two options, right? Either the cycle of violence never ends, or it takes a great amount of personal, like, discipline and dignity to be the one who breaks the cycle of violence at the cost of your own, like, well-being and satisfaction, Mm -hmm. right? And I think the thing that's really wild about this show is I don't know which is more likely. 
Um, yeah. I think if they're going with Nagomi succeeds, then we'll know. I, I definitely think we will get the time skip at some point. Right. Um, right. The question is when, right? Um, but I think that'll depend on which, which of those two routes they're going to go. I'm inclined to think that Nagomi will have some success. I think but the reason she'll take down creature land it could go either <laughs> like, way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think support for that is that so many characters have specifically like either sacrificed themselves or gone above and beyond right. to uphold Nagomi's ideology. They've entrusted spite- their, the, their future and right. their hopes and dreams right. to yes. her. Like, right. like so many maids have accepted I'm an old school it's over, it's maid. It's over for me. Right. Yeah. The only way it ends for an old school maid like me is death. But you are different, Nagomi. Maybe uh-huh. through my sacrifice, you can do something different, right? right. So When her yeah. uh, sworn sister, I can't remember her name now, dies and she's like, you know, never change, you know, always be the maid uh-huh. that you are and all that. Yeah. Right. She still foregoes the way of violence, even after uh, uh, Nerula, I think, yes, uh, uh, gets, yeah, gets yeah. killed, right? So, so I... I, I I'm not necessarily expecting Nagomi to go on a killing spree, although um, <laughs> I don't know some kind of assault on the Creature Land group. I don't know, but uh, storm the tower, um, maybe I don't yep. know. With her ninja skills, yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I honestly I, almost wonder if it'll go in that direction because I don't know if you guys noticed, but the the maid who stabs Ronko is an axolotl. It's uh, it's yeah. a former member of the 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 made alien group. Yeah, or is or is it because if it wasn't sanctioned by Nagi, then like is right. So then that that mm-hmm. just, like I'm almost inclined to believe this this is going the direction of it's just a senseless revenge killing. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Right. That, like, there's that, no that meaning to it. Yeah, that I agree. Yeah, and like that's that what fit, makes it tragic, right? Because I think that, I mean, that also that, lends the that fits the hard boiled Yakuza. Right. Because right? like. I, I think it's going in that direction because also Ronko dies in a really undignified way. Like <laughs> yes. her death is pretty ugly. And yeah. I think that is intentional. I think that is further leaning into the trope. of Right. Because this, this has also been a show where like everyone gets getting shot and is fine next week. Like, <laughs> like physically they do not have lasting scars from their uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people dying in the show, but <laughs> sure. But I mean, like you know, yeah, bullet holes go clean or whatever. So, oh, sure, yes, yes. But so, like, but but yeah, I think I think those types of like choices are meant to indicate, like, yes, this is an un- ugly, undignified way to go that is senseless and tragic and like, yeah, meaningless. Which would, f- yeah, further lean into the tropes of that film genre. Yeah. Well, shout out to. Top tier waifu, thirty six year old Ronko Manen, uh-huh. R.I.P. Yep. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean the, the fact that we just spent uh, like ten or fifteen minutes speculating what's going to happen in the finale. What the hell? Or, yeah, that show I would have ever I... expected in uh, from um, the first episode when we we're like, I don't know, are they just going to just repeat the same thing over and over again? But yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it's just been great the past like maybe five or six episodes in particular, but yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. no, there, so there's no new Gundam episode, mobile suit no. Gundam, the witch from Mercury this week, but there was so much content in the, yeah, one I was going to say, 
honestly, this might be for the best because the one episode we do have, there's Holy a lot. There's they, a lot to, to. They dump a lot of yeah. plot on us all at once. Yeah. I, I will say, I want to say at the, at the front, just uh, before we get into the really the real plot stuff. Um, mm. I have to admit, the first half of this episode is maybe some of my favorite shit I have seen in G Witch so far. Of just these kids being goofy ass kids, like testing their ridiculous robo leg. Yes. Like Suleta Suleta Forgetta. Christ. There was that just there was a, that uh thing going around of like how handled in various other languages yes, and yes. some of those were really good. Yes, very good. Uh just uh, just the image of Suleta in the hard hat just like crouching on this ridiculous like death stranding like yes. automated leg platform. Yeah. Just uh very good. I <laughs> I very much enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then plot bombs started dropping all over the place. And then this is the part where, you know, all those people yeah. who complained we weren't getting enough Gundam. Well, guess what? You're getting a lot of Gundam uh, this week, at least in terms of the plot shit. Yes. Um, yes. You know, we have, uh, you know, yeah, we, we kind of have like a, a lot of dueling plot points here, right? Like, so, you know, I think that one of the primary ones they're sort of getting at right is um, there is distance being created between Suleta and Miorin. And mm. I, I think it is really I, I this is why I'm so fucking mad about this this week long break because they ended it right as like you know this shit is getting that juicy. Comes to a head. But yeah. um the vibe seems to basically be that Miorin is becoming dangerously like her father. Right. Right. Like that's the kind vibe of- I sort of got was like yeah as much as Mirena like is constantly talking about her shitty dad or whatever, yeah. and he is shitty to be clear. Yes, but it's like she is still a child, and she still ultimately like just approval. really wanted his yeah, yeah, just wanted his approval in the end. Yes, and so like now that she's in a position where like he will just speak to her as a not person, necessarily quite an equal, but like as as he recognizes her, you yes, know, great. because now she's running a business and he'll give her business advice and stuff. And, and like, so she, in a way, that's what she actually wanted. And so her like comparative fire, uh, which, you know, was driving the relationship, uh, is, is not there anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it is like, she is losing her way. Right. And it, I, it is I, interesting. Oh, sorry. I really like this a lot because I was kind of worried what direction they were going to go with the kids starting their own business. And like, I feel like we're staying on brand space. Capitalism is bad. It's a corruptive influence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You cannot, you cannot partake in space. Capitalism play by their rules and play by the rules and, 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 and still, you know, not get affected by it. So I'm, I'm glad they're moving in that direction. Um, and I think it does set up, it's kind of skipping ahead to the final scene a bit, but like the 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 the, the separation between her and Suleta is like feels natural and not like your average anime misunderstanding relationship misunderstanding, right? I will say, okay, but if if Miorin was a VN protagonist, 
It's like she purposely picked the wrong dialogue <laughs> choice like six times in a uh-huh. row. You know what though? You know what though? I They're getting I have the, witnessed know, conver- too good. I have yeah. witnessed real conversations go down. Go like this that, badly? Where it's like oh, it's this thing and you know I mean to be honest, it happens in my family a lot. It's this thing mm-hmm. where you think you know what the other person wants. Mm. but you don't talk about it <laughs> yes yes right and and you 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 just say i'm gonna you make assumptions and you say i'm gonna make this sacrifice to make the other person happy without talking about it right right and that be- yes. because you're making assumptions and you don't really understand what's going on and you're not talking about it then people's feelings get hurt and misunderstandings happen. Right, because I mean, I think mm. on some level, it's not that Mirin doesn't care about Suleta anymore. In fact, right. the implication is a lot of the actions she makes at the end of the episode are intended to be to Suleta's benefit, but right. she doesn't right. communicate but, it as such. And she, she's not, she's doing what she she's thinks. She's like, I hired, the, she's like, yeah, I hired these guys because I'm sure it's a lot of work for you. I take yeah, she's doing what she thinks is good for Saleta right. without, or what Saleta wants without actually talking to her. Right. But what Saleta actually wants is to take, keep taking care of the greenhouse because it means that people are relying on her and yeah. trust her. Right. Uh, and so from that perspective, and maybe, maybe the actual dialogue is a little over dramatic or whatever, but well, the, I just them, so. yes, the, 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 the concepts though, like I, I see that all the time. Yeah. So I, and, I, I, yeah. I kind of like that, and and it does it does trace back to like the bigger direction they were going with Mirene and how she's being affected by her right new position. And, right? And, and and it feels like at least what they are setting up for the end of this first core is that all of these like disparate elements are kind of going to come to a head at the uh, I forget what it's called, but like the plant where uh, Ariel is being repaired after its fight with um, yeah with Shadik because we also now find out that. It's real. I think this is really interesting that of the three, you know, the three hot boys that were originally introduced to us, mm-hmm. Shadik seems to be the primary mover and shaker of them right. now, yes. right? Like, Shadik is saying out loud what everybody now knows, right? Is that the pretense of the duels and the holder don't matter anymore because. Su- Ironically, because Suleta is too fucking good at her job, right? <laughs> right, nobody's going like, to beat her, because so... The, yeah. the pretense of the duels right. can exist in the world where, ah, who who knows who could win, right? Anybody could become the right. holder next. That was to, like, sort of keep the... keep a tenuous piece because we can keep tossing this ball back and forth between each ourselves. Right, but right. now that Suleta is so definitively the strongest, ironically, this actually forces the other corporations to go... All right, fuck the duels. We're just <laughs> taking the pistol yep. out. We're just doing this the old-fashioned way, right? I'm going to flip the Monopoly table. Exactly, um, right? So Shadik is like, yeah, the duels don't matter anymore. Who cares? I'm just going to hire, like, false flag terrorists from Earth to launch an attack. <laughs> which is witches from Earth. Yeah, the witches from Earth to, to launch an attack on Delling and probably the school, right? I mean, even Vim, mm-hmm. uh, Vim Jaturk, uh, uh, Ghoul's dad, or should I say Bob's dad, um, <laughs> yeah. is getting in on it, right? Bob. He is making his moves too. Uh, again, yeah. I, I'm not going to talk, don't worry, I'm not going to talk right past that. I, I'll get okay. to Bob later, believe me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like, now we're starting to see all these moving pieces that 
they didn't come out of nowhere. I mean, that is the thing that I've been enjoying about G-Witch, right? Is that, yes, they've mostly been focused on the school stuff, but it has been very clear since the beginning that there are multiple factions with their own interests in this setting. And Suleta's arrival has, like, changed the status quo so much that now they are all forced to now, like, you know, reveal their hand, so to speak. Right? To go like to plan yeah. B or... or enact your plan this is probably the plan right. all along but right you know yeah and if that means a little like murder and assassination and kidnapping then so be it right <laughs> like that's uh-huh, that's uh-huh. that's the corporate life for you <laughs> yeah um but yes uh shout outs to guel who uh i am so invested in the guel arc now guys i can't help yeah, yeah. it like oh he he is deep on his path his redemption path at this point yeah right? like right. Yeah. he has abandoned his name he has abandoned his wealth mm-hmm. he is now merely Bob the Drifter yes so like the show has not necessarily made this clear but it is what I assumed based on the context is that like even though Papa Jeturk was like I'll put you in a position and you learn from there that Guel ran off on his own and joined a low-level, like, construction company or whatever, right? right? Yes, like, yeah. Because of course, anime, of, like, of course I'm over here being like, that's the obvious in, it, like, implication, but also anime has ruined me, so now I'm like, oh, but is that how it actually is? I, I think that is definitely <laughs> but, the indication, right? Because, like, the thing, yeah. you think about it from a character standpoint, what do we know about Guel, right? Guel mm-hmm. is prideful, but also Guel, yeah. to some certain extent, is principled. Yeah, like in his own unique way, and I think that combination of personality traits makes him running away from home to make his own mm. path feel in character to what we know about Guel. Right. Yes. I swear to God, if learns, those fucking now he learned. Yeah. I swear to God, if those Got witches it. from Earth fucking touch a hair on Bob, uh-huh. I might not buy their gunpla kits. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> you'll you'll still probably buy the gumpla kits. No, no, I'm and looking now, into yeah. pre-ordering them as we speak. They yeah. look very um, <laughs> they're in the they're in the, they're in yes. the cart, right? Um uh, No, I I I'm yeah. as, I'm assuming Bob will at least give him a fight, right? That's probably what we're I don't think he even has to. a suit though. He doesn't, so, yeah, he doesn't have a mobile suit. I mean, he's going to um, fi- I I'm as, I'm I'm kind of assuming he's going to find something, right? Like So, the thing I'm actually curious about is did Shadik launch that attack knowing Guel is on that ship, right? I don't. Or that, that's a little more up in there. Because I think the other way could go is that is Guel going to end up being the wild card in this upcoming like fight? Yeah, that's, right. what, I, that's like, what basically what I'm. That's saying. what I was thinking yeah. because like it's going to be Ariel has to fight the two other yes. Gundams, right? Yeah. And so like is Guel going to then because he was there and nobody realized he was there comes in with the save with like a you know a demi trainer or whatever. Right. Uh, just long enough champion of the dueling club you yeah know, it's exactly. not a it's not a beam it's not a beam naginata but it's a stick <laughs> <laughs> we'll see man and like we didn't even mention we're on our fifth elan now <laughs> yeah right there's a new elan new alan Terras, and yeah. he's not the old one and he's not the original one <laughs> yeah just yeah we Brought in a new body double who is and it's like shitty in his own way. Oh, damn! There, there I, are, I mean, this is probably not super important, but are they like cloning him, or are they bringing in like another person and turning them like, into? I, 
the second one. I think. I, that's what I. That's kind of what the I. The implication yeah. with Elan Four is that he was actually his own separate person who underwent right. like plastic, plastic surgery. surgery. Yeah, right. So that they make it look like yeah, and he he's uh, now they're gonna try to smooth talk Soleta this time and yeah. It's like I told you they it's like um, hired. Yeah, no, it's like it's like it's like um Pale Technologies, the the corporation Elan belongs to, are trying to like reload their VN save. <laughs> they, they're like, they okay, the... okay, the stoic quiet one didn't work. Let's try the flirty playboy type uh-huh. next. Yep. <laughs> yeah, let's pick those options. Um, See if the points go up. Yeah, uh, but yeah, dude, there's so much going on in this episode. I. You know, I guess we should probably just, like, voice it into the world. Like, G-Witch is throwing down so many, like, ideas. I become increasingly scared of its ability to actually, like, handle all of it in the span of 25 episodes. Is this this a case of, like, and you guys will have to tell me this because I don't have the context for this, but... I feel like the show itself has built up enough goodwill where I feel good about it, but is the history of Gundam in general weighing on you guys? Mm. <laughs> yeah. As far as I being able so. to handle uh, this many Undeniably things without so, I think. collapsing under its own weight. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I guess the thing I'll say is like, I think even if G-Witch ends up not addressing every plot point it's introduced... I think if it sticks to its core strengths, I think it will still find a way out that leaves us mostly positive toward it. Right. I think my bigger yeah. worry is, oh, they're going to try to handle they're they're going to try to tackle each and every plot point being introduced like equally in the second half, mm-hmm, and that's yeah. where I fear things are going to fall apart. Because also we didn't even we didn't even talk about Earth yet, right? Like this is the first time yeah. we've seen Earth, and it's like full like overgrown apocalypse, right? Like, yeah. like the terrorists we meet live in like an abandoned school. Yep, and like and have mobile suits somehow, but yeah. Well, I mean, I think the implication yeah. is that they're being supplied yeah, yeah, yeah. by Shadik, but yes, but yeah, it's like. Yep, we're yeah, they, <laughs> introduced to so there were much. those pi- there were those like pilots slash smugglers who are like we're from the Space Assembly League, and I'm like, what is the Space Assembly right, League? A faction that was never brought up until this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. We didn't. We didn't even mention um, uh, what's her name? The one girl double crossing and ready to work with Shadik. Yeah, yeah, Nika. I mean, yeah, the implication Earth, seems to be Nika it? is going to be complacent mm-hmm. in, like, a terrorist attack on the yeah, school. Yeah. What are the implications of that? Is Nika secretly a witch? Is that I don't think so. I think that's, it's more that, yeah. much. The implication <laughs> is that Nika knows the ter- the Earth terrorists. Yes, she is affiliated with them in some so way. So she is doing this out of loyalty to them more than to Shadik by by the sounds of things. Mm-hmm. But Shadik is impl- it seems to be implied that Shadik is a benefactor, like he is on the low funding, you know, on the down low he is funding these terrorists, right? So, mm-hmm. oh boy, there's a yeah. lot going on. <laughs> and then who knows what uh, Lady Prospera is up to? Um, I don't even remember. God, yeah. like, is, is this all according but... to her plan? Like, is that, she just I think like it might be? Is she just yeah. kicking back and going all according to Keikaku? That's that's very likely, right? Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, so much going on. 
Um, <laughs> I just had a <laughs> pie in the sky vision of what might happen in the next couple episodes, but it also it's ridiculous. All so right. <laughs> you, well, you, you brought you can't say it and not not. Tell I know. Us, yeah, right? I'm so. like because Prospera and Delian are both at the station now, right? And something's gonna pop off somehow with with the witches from Earth there also, right? Like the final battle of, of this season is gonna be at point Q or whatever it's called, right? Right. We're gonna have a situation where like <laughs> Delene and Prosper both have like have their daughters at gunpoint or something. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, some kind of like Mexican standoff with each yeah, other? Yeah, and then kids. I don't know, Prospero, Prospero, right? And like Suleta was the one to shoot, uh, and but then you know Prospero will be like, no, see, my daughters listen to me, and makes Ariel shoot. Yeah, I mean, this is too specific. This is too specific. I mean, this, this is, is this just is, my brain is like running, but also like. Yeah, I mean, hell, we haven't even even been given the full explanation on Prosper and Suleta, right? Like, let's not forget, yeah. we were all losing our minds, like, a month yes. ago, about 21 yes. years. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, and I feel like uh, we, we do need a s- step for... I Because I feel like we're moving toward Prospera being baseless speculation, villain, or, yes, right? Prosper being She needs some kind. her descent yeah. into villainy. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, could happen. All I care yeah. about is Mirene and Saleta getting back together. Um, yeah. That's the only. I just want Choo Choo to say more racist things about yeah. Spaceians. Choo Choo to ha- Choo Choo. What's Earth else up to? What, what yeah. about Lee the K? <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been. Uh, it's been good. You know. Yeah. Oh. So far, so I mean, far. that's the thing. Like for all our worries about how much they're <laughs> introducing, I think we are still enjoying the ride itself. So yes, yes. Like I said, for me personally, I feel like the show's built enough uh, up enough goodwill mm-hmm. where I'm feeling positive. But I can understand. We just opened a whole lot of <laughs> a whole yep. lot of things that need to be addressed in the next uh-huh. uh, half of the show here. So we'll see. All right. Need. Do we still want to do our mini preview, or <laughs> you know what? We can just do some some brief shout outs here because uh, mm. I mentioned earlier, there's not a lot, at least at face value, that looks great next season. I mean, we right. always will find something. One of these of shows course. will drop out at us. Yep the the one show the one new show I did have my eye on is um yeah is it PA Works that's doing a show about two crime dads. Uh, yeah, that's pure work. I yes, think. and given what they're doing with Akiba, made two more, killers and a child. Yeah, uh, this the season. I'm actually looking forward to that. But I mean, the notable things for us are its return of Vinland Saga, right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this because throughout Vinland Saga season one, uh, which is all Viking murder, Vikings are killing each other and taking revenge and cutting off heads and stabbing people and such. Uh, but also, like, there was a thematic through line of, like, violence is bad. <laughs> I'm simplifying. But, uh... But, yes, no, I mean... Despite, what, I, what, yes, despite, what I was being told, yeah. Yes, despite its reputation... Two, oh, go ahead. Yeah, is that, like, season two is sort of where, like, the real story of Inland Saga begins? Uh, yes. And, like, everything else was, like, the important... The, like, extremely important prelude 
to like give emotional context to that so right yeah this is one of those things where like the nature of how anime is produced and released like kind of makes the promise of like you have to wait till season two to like get the real vinland saga a bit of a hard sell because again in the manga it's just a weekly manga right so all that viking murder happens and then next week you know you get a new chapter and the story continues Whereas here, mm-hmm. it's like, you finish the anime, and it's like, we'll see you in 6 to 12 months, right? But, yeah, yeah I'm very much looking forward to Season 2 of Vinland Saga. I think um, this is going to be where, like, the story really leverages, like, the violence and the content of Season 1 to its favor. Um, I guess the notable thing, mm-hmm. right, is that MAPPA is taking over from Studio Wit. Oh, uh, uh, right. It's hard to say that's a good thing anymore, you know? Like, uh, Yeah, who knows you know, anymore, in, in some ironic way, uh, since since Vinland Saga Season 1, some could say Studio Wit and Bappa have switched places in um, their their relative standings. What are, you, what are you talking about? Chainsaw Man is one of but, the... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, see how that, <sighs> but we'll see how that adaptation goes, but the content itself, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we also have yeah. uh, the yeah, Trigun another adaptation. Trigun Stampede, mark. the yeah um, new direction. Orange for uh, yeah, you know it is a it is a right. it is an all CG animation project by Studio Orange of B Stars yep. fame. Yep. Um. Yeah, you know I I got to be honest I I I hope I'm wrong. I really hope right. I'm wrong and Trigun Stampede ends up being like a really fun new take on the story and its characters. Mm. But I got to just be honest, I don't really love what I've seen so far from from the trailers. I I think you know, I think like the original Trigun just has such an unapologetic unapologetically like 90s manga 90s anime gritty well-worn feeling to it right like everything is Mm -hmm. dusty and patched up you know there's rivets on everything you know there's metal patches on on everybody you know like naitao's art has you know even the way he like produce he 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 captures action and like poses it's he has this like really dynamic like i mean almost like emaishi inspired energy to it and you know, this I'm not I'm not trying to just be like old, good, new, bad, but like right. there are I just don't see those qualities being captured in right. what they've shown so far, right? Like you also you also like you recently reread the whole manga like earlier this year yeah, or earlier last this year, year maybe. Yes. Yeah. And it still holds up. Like it's still a great I mean, you know, it's still a great one of those, right? A nineties action adventure yeah, manga, yeah. you know, like you right. know, it's 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 it has mm-hmm. a truly unique style. I mean, Nightow has a truly unique style. Yes, um, we were just talking about Blood Bucket Battlefront earlier. Yeah. Like, and uh. I know he has. He, they've said he is involved with this project. In fact, that he's like supervising mm-hmm. it pretty closely. So, like, I really do hope that shows. But I, I think they're just. I, I think I just need to see it. I, I think I just need to see it because, yeah. like, right now right. I'm just judging it purely off of like the trailers, mm-hmm. which means mostly just the visuals and. Those visuals aren't really selling me yet, and you know, B stars. I, I, yeah. I, I was I wasn't sold on Studio Orange doing B stars until I watched the anime. That's true, right? Like, yeah. true. I I love that yeah. manga, and I didn't. I, I wasn't sure Studio Orange was the right fit for B stars, but they really made it work. So, 
you know, mm-hmm. maybe there is a real chance that Trigun Stampede will end up in a in a similar uh, situation. Yeah. My perspective as someone who's like has not read the Trigun manga, but you know, watched the old anime many, many years ago now. You know, I, I see the new one and I'm like, oh yeah, it's Trigun. Like it looks a little it looks different and you know, like the vibe seems goofier and different, but like it looks pretty appealing to me as, you know, a a, a rube. Uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, or I like orange. I, I like Trigun and I'm, I'm sure they'll do something fun with this. Right. It's like, because I have no, don't necessarily have a like image of my head of what the tone and vibe Trigun is supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Right. I I get, I guess the, this is the tricky part with like remaking an old beloved, uh, property here. Right. Like it's, there's on the one hand, it's like, well, if you're just going to remake it the way it was, then why are you bothering remaking it at all? And then if you make it drastically different, then you risk... Then you lose the spirit of the original, right? Yeah. The spirit of the original, right? Which then just raised the question again, why are you even making this? Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a tricky balance, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, you know, if I trust anybody to make a CG anime, it's orange at this point, right? So, yes, we'll see. Um, yeah, and then finally, I guess we'll just mention that the Nier Automata anime is happening. Sure. I don't think any of us actually really care, but... Yeah, uh... <laughs> I gotta be honest, like, I just don't know, like... How do you do this? Well, not only how do you do this, but, like... This is the thing we've said a million times about anime adaptations of video games. Is that mm, so yeah. much of the experience of playing video games is the texture of, like, what you do in between the big moments right? Like, yes. you know, running through the abandoned city, sliding down the desert sands, fishing, running back right. and forth like 16 times to do a side quest, right? Like, the, the things we yep. call the texture, right? And the things that are enjoyable about video games because they're an interactive medium are not that enjoyable in a passive medium, right? Like, we probably don't want to watch a full episode of 2B sliding up and down desert dunes, you know, looking for <laughs> the last, uh-huh. like, collectible in the desert area, yeah. right? But, like... And I would argue of any video game made in history, <laughs> Nier Automata benefits the most from being a video game and not hmm. a TV show or a movie. <laughs> right. So, There's so many weird things about... There's so many... It it that, it yeah. like more so than any video game probably ever that game totally. uses the mechanics of video games to tell the story. Right. Like unless it's gonna do some fucking seventies television thing where it's it just throws a phone number up on screen <laughs> and it's like kids call this num call whichever number you call whoever gets the most calls will. Yeah. We'll die, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, um, yeah, but like, oh man, they sh- can't do that. No, but <laughs> well, they, they, you know, they, sh- you know, this is what they should do. Okay, if Yoko Taro was given unlimited creative freedom, <laughs> all right, they should. Okay, just have a, it just they're, they're in um, fact going to put up like a phone number or or like a hotline that you have to call, right? Uh-huh. And if. If if you, if not enough people call, they'll release a more poorly made version of the last episode, <laughs> and they will only okay. make a better version of it if enough people call the hotline. Right, 
or like what when you instead of airing an episode you just air like you just plug into somebody's twitch stream of the game and it's like <laughs> yes yeah what do, what do i do next you everybody? have to you have to if okay how about how or 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 we actually stood up will not release the last episode mm. of the near automata anime unless a certain number of people delete their crunchy roll account <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah yeah there we go yeah oh man um yeah i i guess i guess joking aside the only thing that would save this for me is if they did just something just totally bizarre right and that's the thing i don't think it will and, and like, i don't think it as, will yeah and, and the thing is like i i love the story of near automata but i think presented as just a serial like 24 episode anime yeah it's not gonna I, I, cut I, it right i just how don't know what's gonna cut even, it like, yeah yeah how do you do it uh yeah i did i did appreciate like when they were doing pr when this got announced or whatever and was there like interview with the voice actors and not even 9s's voice actor was like yeah i love these games i don't know how they're gonna do an anime yeah <laughs> because it's and, got and, a bunch of game now, stuff in it now that the near series is one of uh square enix's cash cows they're not gonna mess around with it too much right <laughs> uh which is Who knows? a bizarre statement to say but um yeah so that's happening. We'll, yep. we'll see how Next that goes. Season. Next year, 2023. I'll say this. Maybe we get some new Keiichi Okabe music, then it will oh, have yeah, been yeah, worth yeah, it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. I'll take it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this episode then. Uh, for this year. We will see everybody in a couple weeks as we uh, get through the uh-huh. holidays and our year-end posts so you know stay tuned for that i guess we'll oh my god well i guess that transitions into our housekeeping so check (laughs) us out at theglorioblog.com where you'll see all of our year-end wrap-up things that we normally do culminating of course in our top 10 shows of the of the year uh see uh I mean, Bert, we all know Birdie Wing is going to be number one so see what two through ten is going to be (laughs) um and yeah uh for now, you continue to follow us on Twitter at the Glorial Blog. I don't even know if I want to promote that anymore. <laughs> Do we even um, no, anymore? now that you've said now that you've said that, we're gonna get suspended. Oh no! Quickly, quickly say the other links before it's uh-huh. uh Yep. Yes. Uh, we are still on Tumblr. I don't know what our URL or name is, but <laughs> and <laughs> and and Facebook. We still have Facebook, actually. Good uh, question. And I haven't checked the li- I haven't checked the sharing sh- shit on WordPress yeah. in ages. Dude. I, I do know we have co-host at Glorio, yes. uh, so that's uh-huh. there. Uh, I know the Tumblr's definitely still there. Uh, I don't know about the Facebook. And uh, yeah, go ahead, Elon Musk, ban us. I dare you. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You can follow. I, I someday one of my dreams in life is I just want to fist fight Elon Musk as many people do. I'm sure. King's ass. Um, yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Stitcher, and of course on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell, all those good things. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, and we'll catch over next time. <laughs> <laughs>